So this week in news, no one wanted to hear. Bryce made the surprising announcement. Oh God, I'm trying to say this without laughing. Bryce made the surprising announcement that he is launching a podcast with his TV wife, Melissa. I know what you're thinking. He hates podcasts. Well, that's what he said a few weeks ago anyway. I don't listen to some crappy podcast, but I just listen to these things and laugh. I don't listen to some crappy podcast, but I just listen to these things and laugh. But I don't listen to some crappy podcast, but... But we all know Bryce is a walking contradiction and he cannot keep up with his own lies. So why are we surprised? Now, I have been told that Bryce was shopping this podcast around to all the networks and no one wanted to touch him with a 10-foot pole. Not even Kyle Sanderlands, thank God. Until he found the only person who would take it. A new podcast network called Podshape, which is run by Jay Walkerden. Now, for those who aren't in the industry who might not know that name, he's the former program director of Nova Brisbane who left the network after they launched an internal investigation into him. Radio Today reported about this incident at the time. Let me read it out for you guys. Jay Walkerton won't be returning to Nova Brisbane, Radio Today can reveal. As reported on March 4, Walkerton was under internal investigation following an alleged incident with a member of the Ash, Kip, Lutzi and Susie breakfast show while in the US. Nova was in California as guest of the San Francisco Travel Association, San Francisco International Airport and Visit California. Radio Today understands that Brendan Taylor, Nova Entertainment's Group Program Operations Director, will oversee Brisbane in the interim. After Survey 1 results last week, Programming and Marketing Chief Paul Jackson declined to comment when asked about Walkerton's status. That's ongoing and not something I can talk about at this stage, Jackson told Radio Today. At the moment, Brendan Taylor is there and across the product in Day Today. Details of what unfolded during the overseas trip are unreported, but Walkerton's email responder put the almost decade-serving executive on leave this month. Hmm, seems like him and Bryce might be a good fit after all. Birds of a feather flock together. Now, a friend of Bryce's says that he's only doing the podcast to try to stay relevant until he lands another gig, which makes sense as it's only a 10-episode run. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to figure that much out. They said not to mention that he's currently unemployed and no radio networks want to touch him either. Remember, he did that one shift for the Nova Street team and wasn't even asked back for that. How could I forget? Now, let me read you out the description for Bryce and Melissa's podcast. What happened after is the title. The description says, When the cameras go off and the publicity stops, what happens to a relationship that is formed on a reality TV show? Full stop. Join Bryce and Melissa which Melissa's name has even been spelt wrong, who met in September on a reality TV show and now are living together. It's a warts and all look at the development relationship, the highs, the lows, and the absolute ordinary. (laughs) They got that right. Along the way, they will talk. Sorry, I'm just like stumbling a bit because there's like 50 words missing in this text. It just does not even make sense. 
Along the way, they will talk to guests who have met the same way awesome successfully some others. What the fuck? (laughs) Wait, hold on. (laughs) I'm reading this out word for word. Along the way, they will talk to guests who have met the same way awesome successfully some others. Dot, dot, dot. Not so much. (laughs) Who the fuck proofread this? Wow, he can't even string a sentence together. There's not much hope for him having a 10-part podcast series there. Oh, says me who's recording this drunk. <laughs> Although I'm doing better off three spicy marks than he's doing sober writing a two-sentence description. Good work, Bryce. Good work. So yes, that description was riddled with spelling and grammatical errors, even spelling his own hostage wife's name wrong. Now, Bryce went on to like give some more details about this venture in the comment section. A lot of people had some questions for him regarding like what the podcast was going to be all about. And he replied to them all. So let me read out what he said. Someone said, so there'll be no gossip with a crying face emoji. Bryce said, no trash on ours. Then someone wrote, but if they're facts, it's not gossip. (laughs) Come on, got to give us something juicy, lol. Then Bryce replied and said, correct. I said gossip podcasts are crappy. The difference is ours is factual and about our relationship and not gossip. And then someone replied to him saying, suppose that's open to interpretation. Then someone said, what about the baby? And he wrote, you'll have to listen to the podcast with a winky face. So it looks like he's writing his whole publicity circuit off this non-existent baby. Good to see. Good to see. So there's your confirmation, guys. Straight from the horse's mouth. There will be no trash on Bryce's crappy podcast. Oh, except for Bryce himself, of course, and no gossip. Oh, except about anyone who isn't Bryce, of course. Now, this is not Bryce's first rodeo. It's not his first podcast. He has another podcast called Behind the Pitch, which I luckily stumbled across on Twitter recently. Bryce describes this podcast as a podcast series highlighting those involved with the hashtag NPLVIC, behind the scenes with players, coaches, club officials and supporters. Now, I tried to find said podcast on Apple and Spotify, but it wasn't there. It was MIA. (laughs) Nada. It is only available on SoundCloud. No shade at SoundCloud. And I found the Twitter page for it and he has 77 followers, but... That is not the embarrassing part. During Married at First Sight, Bryce was tweeting from this Twitter page to promote his time on the show, but he was tweeting in third person, like as if he had someone running his social media for this highly successful podcast. Like, let's be real here. If I don't even have a social media team for this crappy podcast that charts at number one every week, I highly doubt that Bryce has a social media team for his podcast that is only featured on SoundCloud. And that is not me being bitchy. That is just stating actual fact. Let me read out some of the Twitter posts. He wrote, the reality of 2021, a very happy couple with a love heart. And then he shared like photos of him and Melissa. Then before that, he wrote, host Bryce Rutherford is getting hitched. Following his married AU journey from February 29 on Channel 9. I think he meant to say follow. Now the plot thickens again because that is not all he posted. He also shared during filming some extremely defamatory revenge gossip about Samantha Harvey. Yes, gossip. Gossip that Bryce does not engage in, does not do, does not believe in. Now the most interesting part about this for me is that Bryce shared this gossip the day after she confirmed that he had a secret girlfriend during the show. I'm not even going to read out what he wrote about poor Samantha because 
It was so defamatory and cruel and nasty and horrible and disgusting that I don't even want to give it airtime because it's completely untrue. And when I saw it, I alerted Samantha to it. She went and told production about it and the post has now been deleted. So hopefully production came down pretty hard on him for, you know, shaming a fellow cast member. It's just so funny that Bryce is like out here sharing all of this toxic gossip about someone because doesn't that go against everything he stands for? Like Gossip pages want to just do that and gossip about our relationship. But hey, uh, it's kind of nice at the same time too because all they're doing is building our profile for when we finish the show. So thanks, guys. Okay. Is that, okay. Why, is that why you're in this? Yeah, that, it's that's, all that's, publicity. That's a problem there with that mm. level that we're going to become some sort of influencers. Well, Bryce is suggesting it is a career path moving forward. Oh, it was that, it was that, that was a dead set joke, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Liar! 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 But as much as Bryce says that he hates gossip, I'm really finding it hard to believe because this week on Instagram, he was doing quite a lot of gossiping about other people. Let me read out some of the gossip Bryce spread this week. Actually, there's so much. I don't even want to like give it give it airtime because it's all just like kind of mean to the people. But literally just today he wrote about Alana. In one post, he said Alana was lying about the New Year's Eve thing to get airtime. Then he said, rumor has it, Alana was single and showing it during filming. He then replied to someone else, more just highlighting that Alana was full of BS. Wish you got to see the side of Alana we all saw behind the scenes. There's a reason Jason always hung out with Liz and I. Now, honestly, there was so much gossip spread from Bryce today and this week that I'm sure you guys all saw it. I shared a little bit on Instagram and everyone else was sharing it. So you guys get what I mean. Um, But yeah, it seems like Bryce only likes toxic gossip on crappy podcasts when it's not toxic gossip about him. Also, for someone who said that they don't like being involved in drama, how come Bryce's name is literally coming up as like executive producer on every single episode around him? It's crazy. Now, a source tells So Dramatic that this behavior of Bryce is nothing new. They said, Bryce legit tries to find stuff on anyone who he views as fucking him over and tries to use it against them as punishment in his pursuit for revenge. I'll never forget when someone told me after the show finished filming, when he went back to Canberra, he was trying desperately to find whatever dirt he possibly could on Samantha as revenge for what she told Melissa at the girls' night. Like, who the fuck goes out and tries to ruin a single mum of two simply because she just relayed information from a reliable source to another person who appears to be getting taken advantage of? Who even goes and seeks revenge like that and wants someone to go down and be miserable and ruined because of something like that? Has he gone after Jason Moses like this for being the actual source of the information and being the one who told Samantha in the first place? Or did he just decide to try and ruin the reputation and future of the woman in this situation, even though she was literally just the messenger? Anyway, Fried Bryce up to his dirty tricks of defaming and spreading totally unrelated rumors about a woman who dares to call him out. He gets very angry when people call him out. Newsflash, Bryce, people wouldn't have to call you out if you didn't act like a shit person. Now, Samantha and Alana are not the only people who have been victimized by Bryce for calling him out. Beck did during the show and after. So did Liam. Bryce spread some rumor about Liam on radio that he was paid money to sleep with a man during filming. More gossip that isn't true. And his next victim this week was actually me. 
the one and only Megan Pistetto. I got to experience firsthand Bryce's bullying and manipulation tactics. Like we've seen him do it on the show to multiple people and, you know, multiple ex-partners. And now lucky me, I got a firsthand experience to see what this feels like. So I can now report on Bryce's bullying behavior from an actual firsthand perspective. I have firsthand experience which is amazing for journalistic purposes. Like I'm going in, guys. I'm putting myself on the line. I'm getting in there. I'm figuring out exactly what it feels like so I can have the best knowledge to report on it. Louis Thoreau has got nothing on me. So this week, Bryce got his Instagram account back and God almighty, he must have been hanging out to get it back so he could seek revenge on me for reporting on his gross behavior during the show, i.e. doing my job. God forbid a woman has the courage to call a man out, right? So Bryce shared a screenshot on his Instagram that I sent him last year before filming had even commenced. Let me read it out to you guys. I wrote to Bryce, okay, we need to talk lol. Then I gave him my number and I said, call me when you get a chance. This was on the 21st of September. Now this was before filming had even began. This was literally when I think Daily Mail ran an article saying, you know, leaking contestants saying, you know, these people are going to be on maths. So as soon as I see anyone who's going on Married at First Sight, it is my job to message them and reach out to them and build that relationship up with all of the contestants. Then the screenshot shows me sending a message yesterday at 4.28 p.m. And I said, hey, Bryce, I hope things are going well for you. Would love to chat, brackets, in confidence, so I can explain how I can help you this season. Now, Bryce captioned this. I thought she hated me. Like many other reality TV contestants that don't play, don't play cop hate. I'd rather cop hate. So Bryce posted this trying to attack me. I don't really understand why this is an attack, to be honest. Like I sent that exact message, literally copy and paste to every contestant before filming started that I knew about, like the ones that I knew. Then once filming had ended, I sent a follow-up text being like, you just come out. What's up? Like, you know, let's chat. Now I do this to every single contestant every single season. So does every other journalist. Newsflash, that's my job. That's what journalists do. They reach out to people for information, to give that information to the public. You are not special, Bryce. When Bryce posted this, Booker actually texts me <laughs> and she was like, babe, wait, I'm so confused. You sent the exact same thing to me. I didn't reply to you and you still supported me during the show and hyped me up so much. Exactly. I sent it to everyone. So the guy's trying to use this as some sort of proof that I go after people who, quote, don't work with me. Not true, but nice try. And look, when I sent that text, I had no idea who was the good guy, who was the bad guy. I had no idea that Bryce was going to turn out to be the biggest piece of shit the show has ever seen. Obviously, once I did, I never contacted him again after that. Now he's saying that I sent this text yesterday. That is a straight up lie because like, obviously I didn't. It was September. And I think again, probably maybe November once filming had wrapped. And even the screenshot proves this because it says that I have 7,000 followers and I have over 10 now. And it shows me without a blue tick and I've had a blue tick for a week now. So how the hell did I send that yesterday? And yes, that's another point I wanted to make. I got my blue tick this week and I didn't even have to apply for it or go on reality show and make a dick of myself to get it. So the trolls, Bryce and his little crew, 
um, reported my Instagram account and Facebook account and my Facebook got permanently deleted. I had to get a direct contact at Facebook to restore it, which they did. And then in the process of looking into all of this, they verified my personal account. So their little plan to have me taken off the internet backfired. So thank you to the trolls for getting me a blue tick. Now, another thing that doesn't add up, Married at First Sight actually wipe all of the contestants' messages when they get their accounts back after the show. So if I sent it yesterday, like, it it just makes no sense. Wouldn't the other messages before that have been deleted? Also, Bryce, I will speak to you directly since you clearly listen to this podcast. Didn't you message NASA for... (laughs) Didn't you message NASA for tips before filming? Like... That is the most embarrassing thing. That is more embarrassing than me doing my job, sending you a text saying, hey, do you want to chat? Now, I'm going to give you guys a little backstory to this, which I have been depriving you guys a little bit. I didn't really want to bring this up because (laughs) I really just didn't want to have any association with this person. And, you know, I kept it professional. I kept it to the tea that was coming in from other places. I didn't want to like spill my own personal tea about Bryce. I didn't want to look vindictive. But since he's brought it up, I will. So Bryce followed me on Instagram when he worked in radio. I'd never, ever seen his face before. I followed him back just to be polite. I follow like 3,000 people. It's not like a big deal. I follow anyone in media who follows me. It's, you know, whatever. The industry is very small and we had mutual friends. He then bulk liked a ton of my photos. Like I think there was like 30 in a row he liked while he had a girlfriend. Sorry, while he had a fiance, mind you. Then he started doing those Married at First Sight lives and I basically just knew his face as like that creepy guy who did the cringe Married at First Sight live videos with the contestants. Um, Then Married at First Sight started and I sent the text. Then he responded to me, gave me his number, which I saved, but never called him. But when the show began airing, he unsent that message and then unfollowed me. Probably scared that I would like write a story exposing his creepy Instagram behavior, but I never did that because as I said, I didn't want to involve myself in this mess of a show, in particular Bryce's gross narrative or have any association with him, to be honest. And look, it's not a big deal. Like there's sleazy guys on Instagram hitting people up all the time, whatever. So yeah, I never plan to mention that little interesting tidbit um, until now when he's using it to try to drag my name through the mud all because I called out his abusive behavior on the show, i.e. doing my job. Do not try to deflect from your shitty behavior or blame me for the public hating you by dragging my name through the mud. Bryce, 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 Bryce. Sharing the DM I sent a reality star is not an insult to me, hun. If you want to drag my name through the mud, at least find some dirt first. And honestly, I'm so annoyed at this because I can't win. I don't reach out to every contestant for a comment or get their side of the story and I get slammed. I reach out to them and I still get slammed. (laughs) Now that's not even the worst of it. Bryce then followed this post up with more comments on his post, some of which called me a see you next Tuesday, a man, a big fat horse, and a number of other horrible comments that I'm not going to repeat. Newsflash, in order for you to insult me, I must first value your opinion. And I don't. Nice try though. Now there was another comment left from someone else. They said, this dude is all in your DMs. Just tell him congrats on the transition and move on. Bryce and a Daily Mail reporter liked that comment and Jason replied to it with a laughing face emoji. Like, imagine thinking that being trans is an insult. 
how freaking heartless and transphobic and fat phobic and homophobic are these people? It is so scary that Channel 9 has given white, straight, cis men with such dangerous and bigoted and patriarchal dominance views a platform to spread transphobic, hateful diatribe. Now, it seems like Jason and his friends have been getting tips and tricks from Bryce because they have also been trolling me and Liam all week. That was all going down in the comment section, but then Jason actually posted a photo referring to the homophobic and fatphobic and racist video he made about Liam, and his caption was, if you ran as much as your mouth, you'd be in great shape. A disgusting comment referring to the fat shaming comments about Liam, and guess who commented support underneath? Bryce and Melissa. It's just such gross club bullying from men who are like, what, almost 40? How pathetic. I do not know any 40-year-old men who behave like this. Fuck, I don't even know 20-year-old men who behave like this. There is more fragile male egos on this show than in the Liberal Party and more red flags than a bull riding competition. The funniest thing is, like, didn't Bryce say that he's not really like this on the outside, that the experiment made him behave like that and made him seem like this bad person and he's not like that? Bryce, 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 honey, that is you. You are like that, if not worse. In hindsight, I actually think that Bryce got a pretty good edit. (laughs) He's literally gone from trolling people on the show to trolling people on Instagram. (sighs) He's like running into an ex. You think you're over how shit they make you feel and then he appears and you're like, oh, no, wait, you do make me feel that bad. Also, it's funny, I haven't seen Bryce attacking other outlets who ripped him to shreds during the season. Just me. No hate mail for Pedestrian TV. No hate mail for Marie Claire. I honestly just think he wants to destroy my credibility so no one believes what I say about him, which he's done time and time again to multiple people. I am literally speechless about Bryce continuing to act like he has morals and standards, like he hasn't, you know, like he didn't completely degrade his own wife on national TV in front of everyone. Here's a free tip, Bryce. Why don't you stop behaving like a misogynistic pig and take some accountability for your actions instead of dragging anyone who tries to call you out down? Also, I've heard that the um, Headspace app is really, really useful for helping people to deal with vindictive rage an obsession with seeking revenge and being consumed by hatred. You should try it. That is some free life advice and I'm not even going to charge you for it. That's how generous I'm feeling tonight. You're welcome. Goodbye, good riddance and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. So dramatic with Megan Pistetto.